Jesus. Uh, this is Emmanuel here, and today we are. I'm going to be reacting to um, this uh, person that I was sent an email about. Username is Unlearn16, but I'm going to just look at the page on TikTok. They want me to react to that, see if I have any insights to what they're saying. Uh, they sent me specific videos where they had questions about, but the the few videos I said, I I, I decided. I need to know a little bit more, so I'm going to look through their channel and find a, a line of consistency of what they're actually saying to make sure I'm not misrepresenting um, what they're saying in my reaction and my in my corrections or uh, agreements uh, thereafter. All right, so let's get into it. I'm gonna. So that's a way around a question. I feel like she's being insincere with her answer. Um, but she certainly showed her intention, which was to redirect the question by not by by answering it in a in a condescending sort of way. Um, the, until the question stop, I'll continue to educate. So if people are born gay, right? Sexual selection is completely by choice. Uh, sexual attraction is by choice as well. So your environment will influence what you are sexually attracted to. The way you're reared, uh, all those things, the influences, the allowances you allowed in your youth will influence your, uh, first, your sexual maturity. and uh, Well, not just sexual maturity in terms of biological factors, but uh, sexual questioning and sexual knowledge will uh, those things are all learned uh, through your environment. So whether you're directly educated about uh, sex, whether you're exposed to someone that knew sex before you and then now that uh, a sexual experience, it, whether it, uh, however extreme or very small it may be, whatever, uh, kissing or, or the sexualization of, of body parts or, or certain looks or... Uh, you know, you know, anatomy, looks, or or actions, even words sometimes, uh, romanticization of, of 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 certain events and and people. Uh, so whatever direction you're guided in is the or allowed to go in, and unchecked in is in and something that's not discouraged. Um, for a certain period of time within a certain environment, with every environment that you're feeling allowed in, and and you're not being redirected 
and you're allowed to have your own, you you know, allowed to have your thoughts, then certainly it feels like it's not a choice because it's been there for a certain amount of time, but it certainly is a choice. You're just making these choices very quickly and 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 these choices are made sometimes at a young age, depending on a, a culmination of experiences. So ultimately, my in reality, you do choose your sex. Just like you choose to be gay, you choose to be straight. Yeah, in order to call yourself a certain... Like this, your sexual attraction versus your sexual experience, whoever you have sex with, the purpose of any sexual relationship outside of heterosexuality is for pleasure. Because the purpose in it is just to get your jollies off. A heterosexual relationship is the only one that has a natural purpose. That's the only one that is biologically ingrained within the human nature because in order to further humans, you have these sexual organs that produce these sexual that produce these gametes that will lead potentially lead to the to your own progeny. So she said you were able to choose, but I don't think she whether or not she meant to. But I can't. I again, I can't say. Why are they playing beat it? I'm not the gym teacher. I'm just gay. I'm not the gym teacher. I'm just gay. Okay. I don't get it. Yeah. Guys, listen. She didn't deny it, and she asked a question, what man do you know handing out power? Now, if we are to believe that the patriarchy that so many women speak of is real, then the only way to that for women to get power, especially Kamala Harris during her time and tenure in her office, would mean she would have had to have worked within the bounds of patriarchy, and the only way for women to get power within bounds of patriarchy, is to appease the men that are the patriarchy. One or the other happened. Either the patriarchy doesn't exist, or she did what she did and she got where she is. You can't have it both ways, unfortunately. The comparison of, it would be a, a sort of a moral thing that you're considering of Ruby Bridges, a girl that wasn't allowed to go to school because of her skin color, which then was a representative of Hey, in the face of intolerance, walk your way, regardless of what other people try to stop you from doing, and don't buy into them. Don't do what they don't what do what they fear for you to do. Don't do 
what they're asking you to do, right? Rather, it's Kamala Harris is allegedly her sexual escapades. Hers would have been like, okay, so this is the way you want me to do it. This is the way women have done it before. This is the rules you want me to play by. <gasps> want me to play by? I'll play by them to get where to get in a, a better position. Now, if you want to talk about whether it was right or wrong, it depends on what they're spewing and telling you what you should do and the option you should have and the option you should take and what you should and shouldn't have to do. So if you're complaining about the sexual objectification of women and someone is against that, but they themselves only got to the position to say that over a megaphone because they did so, then shouldn't they be op opening opportunities for women themselves in the lane for women. If, if the patriarchy was so bad, then women would create their own society without men. Like consider, uh, uh, I'll get into that later. Some of this stuff is entertainment, so I can't take, I can't take just, I can't take her too seriously because a lot of this stuff is entertainment. So for her to be a teacher and sort of having her entertainment and education on the same thing, that's something I would like to do, but I do see how it could be a little bit uh, counterproductive. No, you want to sit down? Okay. Thumbs up Oreos are the only acceptable variation on Oreo. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the best television show then, now, and ever. If you didn't cry at least three times during one of the titans, you're dead set. Captain Crunch cereal is an acceptable there option. Tupac is the best rapper ever. All remakes suck. Scary movies build character. Dogs are better than blood stones. Pull over hoodie is better than Zippo. Tattoos are better than piercing. Superman is better than Batman. Standard is better than automatic. Cats are better than dogs. And Donald's better than Burger King. Raisins do not belong in Oreo. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And if you guys all twin, sometimes it just takes a little. What? Okay, that's just opinion. But that's such a... Uh, no, it doesn't. That's edu that's entertainment. I try not to conflate my best as possible. Hi, guys. And it's not a bone. Okay? Is this supposed to be an insult? You think I'm a Backstreet Boy? Is it the hat? It, look, if you have a call to make and you can get me in with the Backstreet Boys, with new kids, I'm in. I do. Was, was Sir supposed to be the insult? Call me whatever you want. I, don't, I really don't care. You can figure out your own brain on your own time. Here's my bigger issue. The liberal cool. I need you to understand what a cult is, okay? A cult is a group of people, not necessarily the most stable individuals who are so easily brainwashed and led by a narcissistic leader. That's your team. You guys got hats and everything. I also That's not what a cult is. You have boys standing by and standing down. The original cult. On a side note, ignoring all of that. Y-O-U-R is your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is you are for the love of God. That was funny at the end. What? Okay. I haven't been here in so long. I miss you, number one, first of all. 
No, I will say those are cool socks. This is the best thing about her so far, are those socks. Gets all of its food from like the garbage and it's always shipped up and that's the only interaction he has. How do you get the dog? Did somebody throw out the dog? Yes. Because if the who's threw out a dog, we need to redress that entire movie. I think we need to go back, we need to take another look and find out who's throwing out puppies. That's what we need to do. And as a side note, I got this ugly Christmas sweater um, for a picture, for a cute picture, but these are reindeer having sex. I can't put this on. My girlfriend's mom is going to see this. You don't care. So, first of all, <laughs> I... I... Is this person Canadian? Tell me the moment that you knew that your significant other was different than all the rest. Oh, this is going to take a minute. You guys might want to sit down. Number one. This light is enough to keep her up all night. Number two, she has no time for Rudolph's claymation at Christmas. Number three, this scuff mark, don't even know if you can see that, drove her crazy for nearly two hours trying to figure out how to happen. Number four, this amazing framed copy of a 1977 Charlie's Angels cover drives her insane. She hates it. Number five, she doesn't eat sugar. Come on. Number six, she doesn't think a Jaws poster is appropriate bathroom decor. It's perfect bathroom decor. Number seven, she won't watch horror movies with me. Number eight, she won't watch any of these movies with me. Why? Because they weren't on Hallmark. You don't have any idea how much... Oh, wow. That's not... It's not saying if... Hey, I've... If you want... I could psychoanalyze this person, but I'm trying to just respond to a, to to claimant facts or opinions that uh, that they're saying, not necessarily psychoanalyze them. But I'm developing uh, a decent. Um, who, who, in their right mind, would let you near their child? Well, user a bunch of numbers, no content. That's an excellent question, and I think we should explore it. I'm kind. Curious on what the qualifiers you see as being important for educators in this world and leaders in this world. Okay. Would they include high levels of education, like say a master's degree? Would they include 20 years of experience? Could they? Could they include the capacity to enrich and entertain at the exact same time? Could it also be an individual who prioritizes your children to make sure they feel empowered? and capable of doing anything they set their mind to? Or, are you the type of individual that's more interested in watching bigotry and hatred pervade? More interested in ensuring that ignorance is the line of the day? We don't have that here. Those within themselves are not qualifiers because doctors created bigotry, eugenics, these so-proclaimed people with high levels of experience that she defeats her own point. Um, what I will say is the what's relevant information to share with the child. I don't know what age she's teaching her children at. I figure that knowing about the people that think differently is important. Knowing what they think versus sharing sharing what they think and telling you to believe what they think and accept what they think is something different. 
being informed about something and then being tolerant and uh, and accepting something are, are, are completely different. Because there is one reality. No matter how many people try to tell there's these quantum fields and there is one agreed reality and that is the reality in which you're being educated in which is when things are factual the moment that someone tries to give you a thought that is outside of that that's not just a theoretical or a hypothetical when they're saying no this is true then their basis for telling you that their truth is the ultimate truth when they're telling you that everyone experiences reality differently means nothing because you don't have to accept it because that's not your reality. They defeat their own thing. Bigot, just because someone doesn't doesn't accept what you believe because they know because they have thought about it longer than you and thought about deeper implications does not mean they're a bigot. And it also doesn't make you. It doesn't make you non big a non bigot for having a, a longer amount of education, nor. Uh, or a higher level of education. Would those things be preferred? I would prefer attention, relevant information, and quality of information. And to be entertained, being entertained, entertaining is very is highly subjective because all children aren't the same. So to try to relate to, because you have to accept certain things, and if you're accepting things that are harmful to the children just to make them comfortable you're not doing a good thing and if you because believing someone versus understanding what they're saying and then seeing if they're correct about what they believe you're she's created a slippery slope for herself and i don't know what they're necessarily responding to but would i personally let this person teach my children I don't know yet. We'll have to find out. And it would be about what the relevant information would be. I want to know something from your childhood that you thought was okay, but now realize is really, really bad. Oh, this is an easy one. As a child of the 80s, we grew up on antibiotics. You have a stomach ache, here's amoxicillin. You have an earache, here's amoxicillin. You pull a muscle in your leg, here's amoxicillin. That's why today, I need to take about 80 pounds of antibiotics to affect any sort of infection that I ever have. And I have a fear that our random prescription medication run in the 1980s might have affected us today. Like all of us. Like in an epic kind of current pandemic kind of way. Sorry. I want to know something from your... Those are only for only the people that took the medication. But she's not off. That that's called uh, resistance, where where bacteria, infections, viruses can uh, gain immunity to to the medication that you take because it's never, and your body doesn't have enough. You know your immune system is not strong enough, or your T cells don't replenish themselves quick enough in order to fight these diseases. And and then that resistance could partially put. Uh, Transfer to your children. That's certainly something that's realistic. So they're actually not off on that. Whether or not, I, yeah, that there was, an, I don't disagree with that. So that means this person is capable of intelligent thought. That's good. I'm a, what? Okay. Send me to the Big Mac Palace. Gotta remember, this inter she's not entertaining me. I'm not her audience. White supremacy reigns.
What? Yeah, because he learned how to use propaganda. Okay, let's... I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. Allison Mack, the one that was accused of being a cult follower that got girls to, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh, I don't know if that's something she needed to admit, uh-oh, yep, sex cult, yep, that's her, that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. When was this? Wait, did she? Did she just say that? And now I know how to defend myself against an actual sex cult. And what I, I held my own, I, I reserved my, oh, <laughs> uh, yo, when I, when she played all those, when she showed her room of all those films, that's exactly what I thought. She got her whole life from these, from fiction. And she says that created her. She, she admitted it. I didn't even have to say it. She admitted it herself. Okay. So we understand where, even if she was being hard hyperbolic with it which i don't think i think it's had more of an effect on her that she's willing to admit um in terms of reasonable people and how people actually think and how things actually affect real life situations instead of being this this whimsical optimism rather than realism right you can have as much optimism as you'd like, but if it's not realistic, you're mad, you're dreaming, you're going to dream forever. You're never going to accomplish a dream that's not possible. But then you, they say you never know if you try. Well, try it. Think think about its its probability of happening versus pop possibility. Because technically, anything that you can think of is possible, but is it probable? So the probability of it happening, should you risk the time it t would take to achieve that dream to even go for it. Because what is the burden of entry? Who do you have to be? What connection do you have to have in order for this dream to come true? Are you willing to risk being wrong? And this path that you haven't even achieved success in or success doing, the people after you try to reach that and then it's failure after failure. No one's going to succeed at this thing because it is 
improbable for this reality. The success of it has only ever been seen in fiction. Like if you cannot come up with a plan for how this will work besides the brainwashing of everybody, right? To believe non-facts, to believe they can do something that is not possible, right? But... MAGA is make America great again. Any person that's a teacher, I want teaching straight facts. I don't want them teaching their opinion. And if this, her opinion, if her bias comes off this strong, even for entertainment, and she says she wants to educate and entertain at the same time, means her bias is not going to be withheld. And that's teaching the children. So no, I would not like you to teach my children. And anyone that has their child being taught by you is getting great lessons, no doubt. Great lessons of what to... Un it says unlearn 16. Yeah, we're going to have to unlearn what you teach because you're being very biased. Whether or not you give facts with your bias, you should give objective or, or at least know when you're biased. Let them know when you're biased and say... And give them something to balance your bias. Because what balances your bias? Because I don't, in good faith, I cannot say, and I'm not in your classroom. But because you are usually responding to adults. And the and the condescension that you have with responding to adults. The question that comes from children, I sincerely doubt you're able to, you or you provide them a, an explanation of yourself. If you don't really explain yourself, you redirect with adults. That won't tolerate just what just won't take your word for it. It's unfortunate. I think you. I think this person's intelligent, um, but I think I think they're incredibly uh, leaned. They're they're off base. They're unbased. Even though I'm, I may. Hey, and this is to say, I could possibly enjoy them as a friend, um, but I would not. I would not like them as my child's teacher. And that's just because I can accept anyone as a friend without, because I don't have to accept their politics. But I'm not political. I just, if you're going to call yourself a teacher, you better not be teaching your politics. And that's just, re, or teach both sides. And, 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 but I don't know that yet. So I'm still going through. The only thing she's so far talked about is the, is MAGA. So why you?
I appreciate her asking a question like that. And not teaching something she didn't didn't consider very heavily. That means she is able that means her cognitive function is right. She's able to critically think and get information whether or not the information that she does retain is reliable and true. She does seek to learn and ask questions at some point in time. Okay. Wait, what? Proves her bigotry. Proves bigotry by hanging a transphobic sign outside her office. How can you reject the existence of someone to claim to be trans if we, if people, anyone that is believed there are two genders recognizes that people believe they are, that there are trans people, people that are transgender. What they do not recognize is that transgender person does not become the sex or the gender that they choose to identify as biologically. This is a non-argument. The fact that you see that as bigotry is very, very unintelligent on your end. And that has nothing to do with the other person. Your fault, your ignorance, personal ignorance and rejection of biology, which you claim to be a propagator of fact as a teacher and if you are not then you should get out of teaching because if you cannot express and believe and accept and encourage fact then you should not be teaching anyone let alone children that have no choice but to absorb what you are filling them with you are becoming a very very dangerous person now let's finish let's see what you have to say And those impositions are created because of the biological factors which they represent. And there are only two that are represented. The fact that the, the characteristics of either gender, the roles... The actions that they may perform can be similar does not take away from the fact that there are only two sexes which they are based off of. Saying one can be more masculine or one can be more feminine, what else? What else can you be more of? Let's see what you have to say. They are fiction. And for the record, the more rights we can give people, the greater... So what 
so so if gender is fiction then transgenders are fiction because you cannot you cannot be in the middle of something that doesn't exist okay so okay great okay great so you don't believe gender exists so transgenders do not exist because you cannot be in between genders if gender does not exist Stop using the word science. You don't know what that means either. I know what science means, but let's just look that up for her. Uh-oh. Because it, it, it hasn't changed. The intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. What? Okay, let's see. Let me see. I need some gift ideas from my girlfriend. Come on, help me Okay, number one, there's this Moldavore or Moldavite, this black crystal that everybody's talking about on TikTok, and it's supposed to do great things, but it scares the hell out of me, so I'm not too sure if I want to do that. Then don't. I can stop putting the bread in the banana dish. It seems to bother her a great deal. Okay. I can do that for this is a hard one, but she really wants me to do more TikTok dances. I don't think I or the rest of TikTok's ready for that, but maybe we could do that. She really wants me to watch Roswell. Like all three seasons. That's a big gift. That might be like an anniversary. This is not... This is not a knock on her character. This is just an observation. This person likes attention. This person is a... Wants is a performer at heart. Therefore, this person wants to be accepted by as many people as possible. Or wants to be accepted as aggressively as possible, which I'm leaning towards. She wants a very committed group of people that agree with her. Though she's willing to ask questions, it, the, her preference is to be within an echo chamber and around people that agree with that, like most people. And that's not a knock on her. That's just an observation. So her openness, her open-mindedness, I don't know how quite open it is. Because one can never be too open-minded, but one can be too tolerant. And I feel like she breaches the threshold of over-tolerant. Because uh, I, I feel she cares too much about what others think. Others think. Truly does. Okay, I get asked this question a lot. I'm assuming it's a question and you weren't actually just giving me a choice. I'm sure it was a question. My real question is, why do you need to know? Um, I immediately go to the fact that you probably think I'm cute and you need to know what team I play for. That's a different question. But I think you're looking for stereotypes, so let me see if I can dispel some for you. I love the color pink. I was horrible at science, but I'm quite good in math. You can chuck those stereotypes out the window. As a kid, I collected G.I. Joe equally to Barbie. Go figure that one out. I can drive stick, I shovel the snow, I cut the grass, I can make dinner, I do excellent laundry. I cried during Endgame. In my soul, I love to shop, but I usually buy hats and hoodies. 
When I buy a car, I look at the color first. I know none of that answered your question, but in all fairness, your question was boring. You broke what stereotype? Okay. Number one, how do you tell the sex of a potato? I never learned that in biology. Number two, I think we can safely remove the Mr. or Mrs. defining characteristics from the potato head box. I think we'll all be okay if we do that. Number three, why don't you come with me to Toys R Us while we fix a problem? I'm ready. This is where they're keeping the potato heads. We're going in. This is not where they're keeping the potatoes. There's no potatoes at Toys R Us. This is where they keep the potatoes. Walmart had no potatoes. Not even one. Now this is where I get the potato. For my American friends, you don't have this store. We might not have found Mr., but we found Mrs. Don't worry, I'm going to fix that. This should take care of it. I hope she bought that. So, one potato head down. Did you buy it? Did you buy it? Did you buy it? I hope you're not encouraging people to commit vandalism. What are you fixing? If you don't like that... So you want people to be able to accept and conform to the reality that they want other people to live in that is not based in fact, but the people that want... To objectify a toy that is not based in fact, you have a problem with. Uh, I hope you bought that toy, because that's vandalism, so if it wasn't yours. As I was just stuck in traffic for a solid 40 minutes. There was like lane closures and it was pure anarchy. I was given no forewarning about this, by the way. But then in the distance, I can finally see the traffic breaking and there's going to be a clear passage through. Now, before I finish the story, I want to preface by saying I don't want anybody to be hurt. I don't want anyone's car or truck to be hurt. I want safety for everybody. But when I wait 45 minutes in traffic and I get to the point where you think the accident or the something why does she get why why does she feel that see when she's making a joke or poking at fun at people she doesn't like there's there's no preface there's no warning for insult to injury but when you're making a joke about a traffic jam that is one of the most relatable things to people you feel the need to Pacify. Okay. Again, not my type of comedy. Okay, guys. So on the doctor. But I'm not complaining about it because I'm choosing to watch this. Guys, we gotta talk. Guys, it's time to turn this into a stencil. Into a stencil. Great. Most of you guys are aware that I've been taking care of my mom during a little bit of a health crisis, um, and for the most part, I've been doing a great job. So this afternoon, I had to take an IV out. I've taken at least 10 IVs out. I've become an expert at it. It kind of went sideways. Now, up until today, okay, she's hyperbolizing. Well. I've seen a lot of grace. I've seen a lot of house. The medical stuff is pretty lowbrow, and I can take care of it. Until today. Today, there was blood. 
and a little more blood than I was anticipating and I'd ever seen before, and immediately I got lightheaded. So, there I am, with my head between my knees, as I'm trying to take care of my mom. My mom's having to take care of me. Just so everybody knows, I'm fine, she's fine. She was a nurse for 40 years, so she can take care of herself just fine. But I think I have to get back to my stuff, so... So I'm bragging, I've seen so much house. If that's a true story, then 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 sh reality hits differently, doesn't it? When it's not just on TV show that you've seen ten times and you've seen lots of blood in movies, but taking out an IV that squirts blood, imagine an open cavity. Wow. I'm not saying she should have experienced these things. I'm not saying she, she should have reacted differently. I'm just saying it's amazing how that experience, small experience of a dose of reality that she wasn't able to cope with. Now, if she started applying that, if she had experiences with more reality, but of course, in her, she's got she has a privileged position as. Uh, as a white female being 45 being youth days in the 90s there's no one questioned her behaviors no one uh, no one questioned her you know or coming up however long she's been a teacher no one no one would question her uh competence right whether or not she had a haircut, this haircut the whole time. I've had teachers with similar haircuts. That have, uh, I've had lesbian teachers, all that stuff. It doesn't, it's whatever, but but now, you know, it's socially acceptable to share your identity, your sexual identity with children and make them aware of your sexual identity. We never heard our teachers, oh, this is I. This is the type of relationship I have. If you had a wife, you had a wife. You had I had gay teachers. If you have a husband, you had a husband. You don't talk about your relationship. You don't talk about what it takes in a relationship. You in in no class. You don't talk about the politics of the relationship, and you certainly don't make exceptions for for potential emotional affliction. As much as I hate, it, it, I don't like bigotry. But when when you're calling everything bigotry. Right, you're calling everything discrimination, you're calling everything transphobia, you're calling everything, you know, homophobic. If everything is that, then nothing is, and you lose credibility. You're not credible. A video about how there are no female serial mascots. How did I miss this? I mean, I just wasn't paying attention. How did I not pay attention to this? Sugar Chris, boy, tiger. Boy, snaps. Boy, it's hard for women to Kicks. military. Kicks, Dora. Boy, snap. Crackle. Pop. Boy, boy, boy. Boys. Who can't say them? All boy. Seem magically delicious. Four boys. Sure, tricks are for kids. For boy kids. You think Frankenberry being pink would matter, but no, no, no. This is for boys. Even Count Chocula. Vampires. Boys. Guys, even if they're ghosts, they're still boys. Well, guys, there's a wide open market that we should start fulfilling right about now. I'm looking for some girl characters for some new serials.
Where the heck is Kix? It had Dora on it. And you assumed their gender when they're fiction. How could you? What's wrong with you? You assume their gender by their name and their title. How do you know what they identify as? See, no, this it doesn't make any sense. It's not consistent. thing I will say is unfortunately the unfortunate reality the wit and intelligence she propagates or she claims is not of that you don't you, you can, can you measure up to my wit and intelligence as the children say weird flex that and usually and like I said she's a performer She doesn't do my type of comedy. Go based off the content she watches. That's not my type of comedy either. Uh, so the things that gave her her humor, I don't find funny. I've noted. I saw one thing that was that was that was that was funny at one point, but majority of her content is not funny. And uh, dare I say, the content that she watches is female humor, which is not appealing to most males. That's what... Uh, Grey's Anatomy, not made for males. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The only reason men watched it was because the girls were cute and they didn't really watch it. House. Crime shows were made for females, but some dudes watch House. I've never watched House. But that's not to say guys don't watch House. No, I believe she identifies as female. So if she identifies as a female, you're still a female. So the things that you believe are coming from the female perspective and you're in an echo chamber of females that agree with you. Most likely. Because I, I, most people that would reply in this way, and I, I don't, I'm not giving light to that, uh, that comment, it's disrespectful and possibly unnecessary. However, your condescension does not make you a better person. You're patronizing. That's not funny. And that, that it's, it's play, it, I get why she responded like that? Because the, she was attacked, so she's attacking back. But for someone that says they actually care and then the insult to injure... Like, if she was trying to be funny, sure, it's a joke and the whole thing was a joke. And it's because you felt attacked and you hit back with humor and you thought it was witty. But where's your morality come... So, the treat others, like... For mental health and then... If you really believe, it doesn't work. 
Too many things are flying around. There's a lot of confusion. It's not consistent. There's no consistency. And like you, you've said, you like you want to break barriers. You want to do something unexpected. It's not that it's unexpected. It's unwieldy. It's not constructive. But you have your audience that accepts this sort of behavior and doesn't check you. And the things that you say, your audience agrees with. So you're not checking yourself in those ways because there's more people yesing you than there are challenging you. That's just that's just it. Um, I do it on purpose to get attention. Uh, yeah. The androgynous to get attention. I cut my hair for attention. Tattoos, attention. Baggy jeans, attention. Hat, attention. My wit and charm. She didn't answer the question. She keeps going off on her wit and charm. She's really tooting her own horn. But... To, that's not to say that people don't enjoy her being entertained by her, but the entertainment factor aside from uh, where you get your entertainment versus where you get your information, not saying they should be exclusive or ex separate from each other, nor exclusive to each other. She is trying to get attention. No, that that's she's just a performer. You're posting a lot. You're getting uh, talking about current news that you want attention. That's and then tattoos. Obviously, you're not looking at them yourself. That you want a, a display of your personality, whether or not other people see it. Maybe you just like it, but it is something for people to see. It's something you are don't mind other people seeing. So, in, whether or not it, you're getting attention from yourself or you're getting attention from others it's a it, it's attention nonetheless she didn't answer the question she just questioned him okay first of all the video you're referring to is satire i'll spell it for you so you can look it up honestly you didn't nail anything you're still not a real man why what what is he replying to what are you replying to Ascribed. They're masculine and feminine because of someone's aptitude to complete said tasks. Whoever does it better, whichever sex mo is more likely to do said task because of the capabilities uh, that are restricted or or enhanced by their bi biology, that is then specified as that masculine or feminine trait. There are some that are exclusive. You're putting a, you're, you're very, very, very much 
you're, you're making made up reality. You're, you're wild. You're wild. And for someone that enjoys fiction so much, and you you don't accept that people accept the fiction that you don't accept, but you ex- you expect us to accept the fiction that you do. It's wild. I get you can have a preference for you have the right to live your life as you choose, as you please. But to tell someone you're right when you are wrong, you're dangerous. Dangerous. What well, you're not explaining anything. In female individuals. Are you with me so far? No. Everybody, like it or not, has a gender fluidity to their nature. Nobody is a hundred Everyone has things that they can do that the opposite sex can do. Sure. She's not that means she doesn't know what masculine and feminine traits are. I feel like she has a concept of it, but the way she's generalizing it, either being too critical or too general, I don't get where she's missing something. She's completely missing something. You limit your life by not wasting time doing the things that someone else is better at doing. If you want to learn how to do something as good as someone else, you have to look to the people that are best at it. But if you are trying to surpass someone else in what they're the best at, and you're not also capable of doing such, you're doing a disservice to yourself when you could be excelling in the things that you are biologically more adept in completing. You're wasting time with your and you're causing your own self-distress and, and mental health facilities to become impacted and compromised. It is not good for your health to do something against your own nature. Oh, so much to unpack here. Okay, give me a second. Let me organize my thoughts. Here we go. Number one, I wasn't speaking about my sexuality in that last clip. You made that association. Gender and sexuality do not go hand in hand. Yes, they, they do. They're separate entities no, they're not. that describe different aspects of a person. No. Number two... I'm not just here challenging gender as a gay woman who wears a baseball hat, right? Yes, you are. People have been doing this for centuries. Buddhists no, they that gender is a complete myth, a delusion that we've convinced ourselves of. No, they don't. And I don't think they're new. And by making the claim that most straight women are feminine, whoo, you're going to have to check this comment section because I promise you there's a million and one ways to be a woman and none of them include following a straight list of feminine traits. I think you're also erring... Straight woman implies that, and 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 what she keeps, she keeps conflating issues. So because she thinks that people can't separate masculine, the capability of people to perform masculine and feminine traits, she thinks that ever she thinks that the people that believe in two genders think that only these are for this and only these are for this. Where's her dynamic thought? Where's her open mindedness? Where's her? acceptance that other people can comprehend the things that she's thinking that are so complex that are not complex that she's making extremely difficult for her own self so listen here traditionally the things that straight the feminine traits that straight women have straight women meaning the ones that are attracted to men the things the traits that they present are consistent within straight women traditionally Just because there is a modern 
age and are very destructive and you're seeing the ramifications and the loneliness and the and the mental health statistics of women above a certain age that thought that they didn't have to they that chose not to abide by gender roles and are getting the receiving the results of that alone and depressed because they decide to reject femininity in in because they thought the masculine was more powerful right when they are simply symbiotic they are both necessary because they both come from sex when you when you analyze someone that's intersex they have the traits of male and female they don't have the traits of a third so because gender is based off the sexes that exist you're saying it's fictional it's a categorization it's like a bunch of words is like a definition being given a label of a word. So yes, this word means these so many things, but because these so many things can be explained in this one segment, in this word, one word, it's a categorization that is accurate to what these represent. Synonyms, antonyms, you they there's there can be nuances. You can there's there's context. She's eliminated all context. You are blank. You are blank. Making a blanket statement that does not, for saying something doesn't is not reality or is so fictional because it's not. Ta you're wild. You're wild. Hearing on the side that the physical is all that matters. That's never the case, honey. If you want to live in a box filled with limitations, put that on yourself. Don't put it on me. Our students. Let's unpack that. Wait. I've talked about this on this channel. Because greed, the amount of effort you're willing to put in, is it representative of the amount you get paid? Right? So if you're getting paid this certain amount, and not willing to put in the extra effort to teach your, your children properly. Which you're not allowed to. Right? So, if you are trying to teach children properly in, in the public school system. You're actually not allowed to teach children properly. Because you've got a certain curriculum you have to follow. In order, in order not to get, you know, caught. So, the greed in the matter is accepting money... To teach children, and if you stay in the profession for a long time, and you see the problem with teaching, and you stay within those problems, continue to teach exactly the same curriculum that's not changing because you're only allowed to teach children a certain way, the greed of, hey, I'm willing to sacrifice quality of education, it's like a subsidization. It's like you're... you're the, the chance that you're taking to be able to put a little... Of your own personality and your own little touch to to potentially touch one student that you're able to get to or two students or however or one or two students a year that you're able to speak to personally rather than all the other students that will not have that personal rapport with you you're taking that opportunity and receiving that money from the government which you know you're not going to be able to adequately 
give that attention to every student so you're really working for that one or two students that you can really get close to. Even if you care about all the other students, you're sacrificing their true education, the quality of education, the proper education of that child because of the potential one or two. I'm not saying... uh, I think teachers should be the highest paid profession because they are teaching a new generation. However, there should be standards to who teaches and what they're teaching. It doesn't matter who is teaching your child if they are all... if they're being taught similarly because you're teaching... If they're all being taught the same content. Now let's see what you have to say. And that's and that's the, just an introduction to that. But let's see what she has to say. This greedy teacher would demand smaller class sizes. Absolutely. Why? Because those smaller class sizes would allow individual lesson plans to be created. Would allow critical thinking skills. Would allow more time to be spent with individual students so they can succeed. This greedy teacher would demand a psychologist in every school in Ontario to ensure that the mental health of your child should be prioritized, not just during a pandemic. This greedy teacher would also increase funding to sports, music, and art, programs that have been decimated by previous governments to make sure your kid has the full, most well-rounded education. Could this cost more? Yeah. Could taxes go up? Yeah, they could, as would mine. But this teacher, I'm okay with that because I want to put your kids first. This teacher's okay with that. National holiday commemorating the freedom of the slaves at the end of the Civil War in 1865. Okay, I'm with you so far. No, it's the day that the Texans knew they were free. That's not wrong, though. Not that I necessarily agree with everything. Critical race theory is not trying to program anybody's children. All it's trying to do is open up lines of communication and theoretical principles about the way our society has been built and has been shaped. Let me try a metaphor. Let's say I built my own house, and year one I started... I start noticing cracks in the windows, my roof is leaking, I have cracks in the plaster, and I'm constantly trying to fix one thing after the other, and I can't necessarily keep up with maintaining the home that I've built. Eventually, a homeowner and somebody who built their own home would understand that, well, maybe it's not the window that's the problem or the roof. Maybe there's something wrong with the foundation of the house, and that's why these problems keep emerging. And as I check the foundation of the house, I see giant cracks in the concrete. Now, these cracks in the concrete basically will ensure that forever this house will continuously have to be fixed unless I tear the whole thing down and rebuild the foundation on sound principles. Now, let me apply it to critical race theory. We have built our society on a faulty foundation built our society on a foundation of racism, of sexism, of of classism, and all of these principles built the foundation, and now we're starting to see cracks everywhere. 
everywhere we look, and we keep putting bandages on them and filling them and yelling at people about how to fix the crap, when in actuality, we need to look at the foundation. Mm -hmm. It's not about blame or guilt. Nobody's saying that the people that are living in the house, it is their fault for the way it was built. We are saying, though, if they don't deal with the foundational issues, the house is going to fall down on them just the same. So, in schools, we start looking at race as a social construction. We look at the implications that a racist society has had on us for generations after generation. The impact of that broken foundation still affects all of us today. Now, I will say this. Critical race theory is acknowledging the foundational problems. It is not paving the way for every single solution we need to take part in. That's our job. But critical race theory is the first step. If we don't acknowledge the cracks, we will just keep pasting up holes in the wall forever and never finding that solution. The most intelligent thing she has ever said, I mean, that she said that I've watched so far. She's very sound on that. That's very prince. That's very. Now the things that she will want to interject with it, that foundation, a problem with the foundation, are things I might have issue with. But that, in itself, I have no issue with. With. That representation of critical race theory. However, other people's certain teachers' application of critical race theory would be more accusatory to those that are benefiting the most from the foundation and the house that was built. So, I can understand why people would be hesitant, but also it is very necessary to a degree, to some degree, at a very young age. Um, she's very, she's based in that. I'm glad. So, it's because she, oh, I appreciate that comment. That was very, that was good. I, okay, so as of yesterday, one of my joke. videos was taken down for bullying and harassment. Here's my issue with that. The video in question was my calm, cool, and collected response to somebody's transphobic and homophobic comment on one of my other videos. I didn't swear, I didn't yell, I didn't get aggressive in any way, shape, or form. I simply educated the individual. And he needed some education. Now some people will say, Joanna, why do you bother? Ignore the trolls, ignore the hate, ignore all of those comments. But there's a very important reason I have to reply to some of them. No, you don't. You want to. Because these comments don't affect me. But here's what I do know. Somewhere out there, there's a young individual facing the same kind of discrimination and hate, and they might not have the confidence or the self-awareness or the strength to deal with it. So every comment I make back to these kind of individuals, I hope those kids can pick up those comments. So when people try to educate you on the same, well, I guess there's a tactful way to do it, where you won't get responded with, okay, fair enough, never mind. Use them, stare their aggressors dead in their face, and dripping with sarcasm, put them in their place. And be sure to call them, hun. They love it when you call them hun. It kind of drives home the point. They love it. Condescension. Which is finally in response right, to it. Here we go. Number one. Critical. Okay. You know, let... Why don't we define what a 
so I don't mess it up. Here we go. A supposition or a system intended to explain something, especially one based on general principles independent of the thing to be explained. An idea used to account for a situation and justify... That's the problem with critical race theory. What are you saying? Like, a lot of people will consider, will define a revisionist history, but that that's the problem with critical race theory. Unless you just tell them the facts... I guess the theory is about how it affecting people today. There's no what. Why is there need for a theory when you, obviously the facts are certain? Guys, just because it's tradition doesn't mean it has value, and it doesn't mean you need to replicate it. It doesn't mean it has value. Doesn't mean it has value to others. I, I, I probably might agree what she says more than Check your disagree. Do they give you power? Do they give the world around you power? If they don't, stop doing them. Make up new ones. Guys, just because... No. Traditions are valued. They inherently have value by the fact they are tradition. They have value to someone's... To whether it be culture, where it be uh, family, right? There is some sort of held value to it. Doesn't mean it has value to other people. That's that. I mean, that's just an, an extra word. Create new ones. I I agree with that. So I can't. I don't fully object to that. But she needs more words. No, it won't. But also, it doesn't help anything. So it's it's destructive to the people that participate in it. But marriage should not be exclusive to is should not marriage should not be conducted by the state anyway. It shouldn't have anything to do with the government. I'm gonna handle this comment while I nor nor should the government be influenced by religion. When you, when she does this, you can't. She often makes assumptions about uh, about the subtext, about these comments. Sure, certainly there are implications with statements like this, but when you add in words that intensify or demonize, would more likely to make this person seem more aggressive than their statement actually is then you're inadequately, you're not giving a proper response. Even if that's what it makes you feel. If it's not what they said, it's not what they said. If you're using a synonym, fine. But if you're using something that adds new context to the statement, don't do that because it was given to you in the context that it was. Don't add more. But I'm having a sneaking suspicion you've been repressing. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you DM me, and I'm going to invite you to the meeting. I'll send you some steak knives, I'll send you your own t-shirt, says you belong to the crew. 
I just feel as though you're probably a part of something incredibly oppressive, whatever that happens to be, and you're feeling the weight of that, and then you have to let it out on TikTok. I get it. I get it. Hun, just DM me. I'll sort you out. You're gay and you don't want the that's what, you don't need to take the money. You can just stay at home and watch storage wars or something. Totally fine with that. And to your second point, which isn't connected to the first in any way, shape, or form, CRT isn't divisive. And it isn't racist. It's actually reflecting upon and creating a theoretical framework based on the society in which we live and we have seen progress over time. Have you read any, Bell? Any theoretical papers at all? No. No, I don't. Isn't connected to either of the other two, I, I find fascinating, but you know, I digress. Do you have any idea what trans women athletes have to go through in order to compete in the Olympics or the NCAA? You have any idea that they have to reduce their testosterone levels over a full year in order to barely compete? Did you read at all about it, or are you just making judgments here? Uh, because she doesn't accept that male and female have different I don't does she not know what they have to do but a lifetime of testosterone and other hormones and muscle build and bone structure and bone density versus an all life female See, the thought is she can process information. She can attain knowledge. She is restricting herself because of her own sexuality that she does not want to investigate. She is limiting herself because of her sexuality. Because she is in an, a relationship that is not that will not bear any fruit, it does not do anything besides give her pleasure, physical pleasure. It is not like more than a friend. A friend, if she wanted to do it for emotions, you would have a friend, a female friend without sex. Okay. The individuals telling educators that we can't talk about sexuality and gender at a young age because we're forcing it upon them are the same people who are asking six-year-olds if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend yet. <sighs> the individuals telling... Interesting. One is a non-serious inquiry to test the social adaptation of this child. Another one is the strict indoctrination of a child to believe that gender does not exist. And they can be anything and they can... Now, do I, am I saying it's, it's, it's proper or okay for people to ask when there's different scenarios of people asking these children these sort of questions, but... If you got a problem with them, then they got a problem with you. You do realize you qualifying yourself by saying other people do it does not make you better, even if you consider them a hypocrite. But it's the the fact of the matter is you don't you believe in the education of those children at the young age, of that indoctrination which you in 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 providing your stance, your mindset on that. First of all, if you go to this individual's page, the banner at the top says Canadians for Trump. Are there Canadians? Stop it. Second, my lane can be whatever I want it to be, hun. 
And I promise you that my goal in life is to point out politicians, people, and governments who are actually taking advantage of their position of power, manipulating the people, putting them at risk, and then taking credit as though they've solved an issue. It's a this is highly and incredibly bold. Wow. The exact same things I'm saying about her, she's saying about other people. And it's ironic, isn't Ontario, it? I don't like using that word, but I was looking for a word to use, and I, I because I don't use the word ironic a lot. Guys, you know what I'm tired of, like, gutturally just exhausted? Is that people want to live in black and white. Right or wrong. Good or bad. When the truth is, we live consistently in shades of gray. No, we don't. We live consistently in the world where other people make choices that sometimes we don't have the ability to affect. The choices we make are black and white. The choice When we make a choice, even if we're in the process of... of even when we make a choice, we change the choice when that... When the choice we make has its result is because of the thing that we did or did not do in every moment. Or it is because of what someone did or did not do at all times. Everything in life is a direct result of doing something or something else or of doing something or something happening to you. That is black and white. Yes or no. Good or bad is different because is 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 it's... You have to analyze the result and the re effects of that it has on everyone. That determines whether it's good or bad. Now, if it's just good for you or if it's just good for someone else, right? You could say something selfless is still bad because it, it, those are good and bad are the things that people don't really have a good classification for because selfishness or selflessness needs to be contextualized in a particular way. But we consistently live in black and white. But when you, and those decisions are made very frequently, every moment that you live, you're making decisions. So when you look out at the grand scope of things, it's a shade of gray. But when you microscope in, black and white. That's what creates gray, because there is black and white. Zoom into every gray that you see, there's going to be a separation of black and white, because they are never truly molded together, because they are decisions being made. And it only looks gray. When you talk, when we're thinking about gray area, we have to, we're thinking about either, we're thinking about potentials, what may happen, and the decisions that other people may make. Right, that's what's great. The uncertainty is what is great, but when you are certain, it is either black or white. Uncertainty makes great. But when you're specific and dialed in, you see the black or white. Very simple. No matter if you're talking about politics and policy decisions, you're talking about education, relationships, whatever you're talking about, we're all in the gray zone here. So stop screaming at each other at the top of your lungs, assuming that you're standing in the only right position that ever existed. And maybe if we had more conversations, we could come to some actually pretty amazing conclusions.
emotions. P.S. I never said don't have your own opinion, but back it up with fact and reason and actual research you've done. Not Facebook. Swift there. Okay, so yesterday was my first day of school and I've been teaching a minute. Okay, I've been teaching like 20 years, but the coolest thing happened. You know, I like to think of myself as aware and incredibly supportive of diverse communities. I mean, I do have this going on. What does that mean? This kid stepped up to me. A white woman with a haircut. Brand new grade nine student, by the way. And they walked up to me at the end of the class, maybe a little nervous, but you could tell confidence was brewing and very confidently asked, is there a way for us to know what everybody's gender pronoun is? preference would be. And I mean, I know guys, I should have had this all along, but I just didn't. I'm still old and, you know, I'm at a point where I figure, oh, you'll just ask. But then I started thinking about it. So today I'm going to go in and I'm going to make sure I individually ask everybody what their preference is and I'm going to keep it recorded so everybody can be aware of it. I mean, the best part of teaching is when a brand new student comes in and teaches you something. I mean, oh my god, guys, I just got on Learn today. Amazing. Okay, so yesterday was my first day. You just learned how to fall into someone's delusion. I thought you were supposed to be the teacher. You're supposed to guide them in the way of right. You're not special in that regard. You found your group. I'm glad you found uh, somewhere where you finally feel like you're at the you're, you've got you've got your audience. You surely have, and and these people will applaud you. And the people that not something I gotta argue with. It's, it's, so I thought I'd bring you an update of the whole gender identity situation and how I'm handling it in my classroom. So the student who originally asked me about you know pronouns and identifiers and if I had them, I went up to her and I asked. What the best way for me to go about this with students was. And they told me that I should take take the time and individually ask each student privately to know what their identity was, how I should refer to them, and how I should refer to them around their parents, because that's a different issue. I then took a minute to thank them because, I mean, this... this is an important change that I need to make, and I wanted them to know that they're... Are you keeping, so when a parent gives you the responsibility and you accept the responsibility for the welfare of this child when they're in your custody at school and they're telling you to refer to them as this and then in the presence of their parents, they tell you to refer to them as such, something else. You keeping that secret with a child is opening a door that should not be open because you, as another adult, why can't they trust their parents? Either you should be, if you really think that that child is unsafe in their household, you should be calling Child Protective Services if that child can't be themselves in their own household. But if you're willing to keep a secret for a child because you know their parents know what's best for them, but what you're doing is doing in direct opposition to the parents that don't allow that conduct to be participating in the home but the you're allowing it at school so you're coming you're going against the beneficial things that 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 child is being taught in their home not things that affect people negatively not emote i'm not talking about bigotry 
I'm not talking about racism. I'm not talking about tra I'm not talking about xenophobia. Things that are that inhibit the the that will actually negatively affect people's lives. But to allow yourself to keep a secret with a student from their parents, unless it's a surprise party or something, that's that's vile. They're responsible for it. Okay, this is where it gets heartfelt. The way this individual thanked me for what I was trying to do and the attempts I was making, I mean, guys, I, t I had to take a minute. I there was a little bit of Okay, so I get this comment here, and I, I find it interesting, and I think a lot of people pose this kind of question. Let me see if I can handle it for you. Number one, in a secular democracy based on a democratic constitution, the government should have no part in religion whatsoever. And as we progressed as a society, right, we have watched the religion government should have no part in, in, in government. that sort of area. In Canada, for example... Stores used to be forced to be closed on Sunday. No longer. I used to have to stand and say the Lord's Prayer in the morning in a public school. No longer. Every day we grow, we become more intelligent and more aware of how the government has no business imposing religious beliefs or religious holidays onto the public. That is crossing the line of religious freedom. I don't want my government to tell me anything about what religion I should believe in, what holidays I should take, which ones I should respect. And in the future, we'll see them recede even more. As for gender identity, A, they have nothing to do with each other. And gender identity is not a belief. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Careful now. Remember what she said earlier about gender not being real. Sir or ma'am, it's who they are. Oh, uh-oh. And you don't want to take that into account because you're so concerned with your perception of the world or your perception of them. Very much like your perception that the government has a right to indoctrinate people into Christianity. It's not the case and it's not constitutionally supported. As Let me rewind that. Cause did she just put words in this man's mouth, in this dude's mouth, in this person's mouth? As for gender identity, a they have nothing to do with each other, and gender identity is not a belief, sir or ma'am. It's who they are, and you don't want to take that into account because you're so concerned with your perception of the world or your perception of them, very much like your perception that the government has a right to indoctrinate people into Christianity. Where did that assumption come from? This is a very plain question. They, she recontextualized this to fit a narrative that was, she's just strawmanned. She went from saying, denouncing a gender identity as a belief. What? Not the case, and it's not constitutionally supported. As far as gender identity goes, how does it harm you? How does it impact your rights? In a democracy, we... There's this phenomenon. It's not, it's called the snowball effect, but it's also called something else. What is it also called? I forget what it's also called. We are here to support fundamental freedoms as big as we can support them as to it not impacting, negatively impacting other people. The negative impact upon the belief of these inconsistent and 
infinite amount of gender pronouns, it's that no one will be, it's anarchy in society. So everything becomes unnecessary. Because if you say you can identify with a gender as you want, why can you not identify as an age that you want? Why can you not identify as 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 non-human? Which you can, and people do, if that's considered... If any identity, gender identity, because gender is, uh, is strictly based off of the biological truth and natural truth of sex, what is the difference between anything that is a construction based off of, of a natural fact being used to categorize natural fact like time and minutes? Why do you, why are we limit why is there age limits to anything and that opens the box to sexual access and consents and also words and nonverbal communication all these things were created for a structure so that there can be a a way to interact with each other so we do not interfere with each other's lives negatively but this is going to cause a negative effect because it causes miscon a disconstruction of of classifications that keep people safe she continues to disacknowledge the fact that there are people that are not that do not care about the the well-being of others much too optimistic much too even though i agree with some things Let's say gives two weeks off at Christmas time, call it holiday break all you want. They are imparting their belief structure onto us, whether we like it or not. When it comes to gender identity, I'm not imparting anything of what I believe or what I think. What I think doesn't matter. It's what the individual is that matters. And why? What are you talking about? There would be no is for them if it wasn't for someone else. If it wasn't for a language they learned. The only way you're able to communicate a pronoun is by having a language that was created by most likely straight individuals that believed in the gendered, in the two-gender system. So you're accepting the making of these words and the, the when you create new um these new pronouns taking words that have already been created by people with these straight beliefs. Construct your own new language and your own new society. Don't impose it on other people. This is a, you are, they are imposing a belief. You're saying what you believe doesn't matter. Oh, yes, it does because they want you to believe that you acknowledge them for what they believe they are, not for what they are. You're lying to yourself. I'm tired of seeing your post saying absolutely nothing. Oh, dingo, hun. You know, I just don't think you're hearing me because I say quite a bit. So this TikTok is just for you, hun. Are you ready? Why don't you go ahead and hit screen record just in case you need to play it back at a later date. Fill in some of those gaps for you. Here we go. Every society worth anything has to be based on social justice, equality, and equity. If it is not 
premised on that foundation, it is flawed, it is fractured, it is like building a house on a faulty foundation and it will crumble. There's no amount of patching, no amount of wall paint that is... that is ever going to overcome those failures. In order to keep that as a solid society, what would I do? I would pour money into three specific areas. Each one is going to help that foundation. I see she's still with the advent of, of, of the monetary system. The best systems don't have money. They have barter systems. So how about that? Stronger and more sustainable for future generations to come. Number one, education. I would pour money into it. Teachers would be the most well-paid and well-educated people on the planet. Why? Because it's their job to form young minds. They're it. They're our front line for everything that's going to happen in this future. Whether your kid's going to succeed or fail, whether your kid's going to feel good about themselves, whether your kid is going to go on to do amazing, incredible things, that's it. That's the place we have to stop undervaluing it. We have to make sure it is built just... They need to first revalue the household and the structure that a parents provide for the child before they send off to the teacher because if the parents don't have enough wherewithal to send their children to a teacher that is actually going to get them somewhere and not to a school where this person could potentially be their teacher, then they need to invest into that home. Justice and equity for all races, all sexes, all sexual orientations, all people who identify in any way they wish to identify. Number two, healthcare, including mental and physical health. You can't build a strong society unless they have that. We for generations ignored mental health, and now every once in a while we talk about it like it's a catchphrase. Again, pouring money into free, accessible mental health. You want to change the future? You want to change our mindset? That's where it happens. Free, accessible mental health care. And number three, child protective services. How are these not the most important people on the planet? I want them to be paid triple, quadruple of what they're actually earning right now. I want their caseload to be I would like there to be zero money in child protective services because I wouldn't like the necessity of the child protective services in the best society. So because you accept the and you tolerate the act, the beliefs of all these people and their genders and, and their afflictions, obviously there's going to be some people victimized because you're accepting things that should not be accepted. You're tolerating things that should not be tolerated. You're tolerating, you're tolerating deviancies that should not be tolerated that then transition into destructive adult beha behaviors as an adult that th th they victimize children because all these things have been allowed. So if child protective services exist, that means because deviancy exists. Crimes exist. Disgusting. Greatly diminished so they can take every single minute and dedicate it to ensure that kids are safe and taken care of. You want to change the future. You want to make sure that we're premised in something healthy and sustainable. That's where it happens. So, Dingo, play this message back 
Anytime you think I haven't said enough. Have a good day, hon. Think a little highly of yourself, eh? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I do. I do think I... Don't you? Don't you think highly of yourself and your accomplishments? I mean, I spent a very long time in three different educational institutions growing my my body of work and growing my ability to become a critical thinker of all sorts of information and, and a few different disciplines. I then took a break from that and I traveled. I had the incredible privilege of traveling to so many different parts of this world and seeing new cultures and new identities and new ways of living firsthand and having that interaction broaden my horizons. I'm a woman, so... But you were never had to be treated like that because you always... I don't know what you looked like in youth, but you always had a privilege of not being treated differently. You've always—it's a different sort of privilege. So good thing that you acknowledge that. Obviously, there's been that that I've had to figure out how to walk in this world like that, and figure out how to perceive the world as I do so. Coming out as gay, I mean, a lot of people would say, "Wow, you know, that must have been really hard." But no. What being gay did for me outside of, sure, dating the people that I really want to date, um, it, it pushed me to the outside. It pushed me outside of that bubble that people live in so comfortably. Into a new bubble. In Into day. a new bubble. Before I realized what marginalization was, before I realized what oppression, um, what that kind of harassment, what that kind of weight of otherness felt like. So she took on the victimization of other people's oppression and now she feels like she's a victim of it and she has to teach people about it. Or she recognizes it and wants to teach about it. Which is fine if you're teaching about the victimization of others. However, you put yourself in a, in a marginalized group of people. You chose to do that. Getting to date the people you truly want to. And so I've gone through that, learning every step of the way. And then for the last 20 years... I've been a teacher to high school students. I love my job. I feel privileged to have it. And every day, not only do I feel like I give them something, but they give me something back, thus continuing my level of learning. So, so yeah. And you know, you think that I don't have any insecurities. Well, that's ridiculous. Of course I do. But then what I've discovered is I have these insecurities or these down days. And I have a family. And I have an army, an army of people around me that think I'm pretty awesome. So on the days where I don't feel so highly of myself, they're there to remind me of who I am, what I've accomplished, and what I will accomplish. And I'm pretty grateful for that. So genuinely, I do feel highly of myself. And also genuinely, I hope, I really hope, you do too. And maybe, sometimes, you need to say it. So people that doubt you or people that challenge you can know exactly who you are and what power you have. Have a good day. Uh -huh. So I've recently been getting a lot of DMs, a lot of messages from the trans community, the non-binary community, especially a lot of young listeners or young viewers here, and they're thanking me for standing up for them. They're thanking me for saying the things that they wish they could say on the platform that I have. Interesting. And I want to say one thing. I don't need to stand up for you. I know that you, you 
you know yourself, you have this incredibly strong identity and sense of self, and you've been through it, and you've learned. Children have been through nothing when it comes to gender identity. They've been allowed to exist in an uncorrected fashion. And the resistance that they are met with are met with even with the... They don't keep themselves in that company. They keep themselves around the people that agree with them. They don't accept challenge to their mindset. They don't have to rationalize the position because they can be as they are, as they say. I might not have to stand up for you, but I promise to stand up only for her to say that gender doesn't exist so they their identity doesn't exist because it's a gender identity which gender doesn't exist in her mind how does she say this how is she ex I, I i don't i don't know a delusion okay hun so how you identify is that a delusion too tanya I'm going to ca start calling you him. Are you cool with that? Is that okay? Uh, I I'm going to decide who you are, and I'm going to impose it upon you. And not just that. I'm going to oppress and ridicule and limit who you get to be, how you're going to dress. You can no longer dress in feminine clothing at all. No more makeup for you, Tanya. That's just not in the cars. That's a delusion. It's your delusion. Well, I'm going to step in and solve it. Or, and I'm just spitballing here, hon, maybe we let people identify with who they are and just respect it. Let them dress, be, have whatever gender identifiers they want. Hon? Yes, you believe that as well. So why are you arguing? What are you arguing for? Did you change your position? Did she suddenly change her position? So No, 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 no. Don't. No. How she, she, that was a bold-faced lie. Okay. So if we, we know the, we fit her, now this is a narrative. Okay, this is unfortunate. In your children, I'm actually subverting your control. I'm all in. I'm pushing all the chips onto the table and thank God that I'm there. Number two. If we understand what discrimination is, discrimination is selective. You are selecting a particular thing and focusing efforts in a particular area to, uh, in, in, in non, it, was it used in a discriminatory, in, in a negative connotation or did you assume that? Discrimination does not always mean racism. Equity is discriminatory in that it targets specific things and allocates more resources to another thing to make it or to to best for a best application so that is discrimination so what does she say oh my dude listen maybe you just don't know what it is equity means to give people the right tools in order to show what they know and what they can achieve let me give you an I have two students in a class. One student, great at writing tests. The other one, okay. great at verbally 
actually giving me the information. Both are highly intelligent and have the information, understand it, critically analyze it even, although I'm pretty sure you don't like that. And they just have to give it to me in a different way. Why would I get in the way of that? Why wouldn't I have an equitable testing system in order to ensure that I get at what's in their head to the best possible degree? Second, gender is just male or female. Look, hon, gender are a set of characteristics we attribute to two biological sexes. Oh, P.S., there's actually, I think, at least six, maybe eight designated biological sexes, but I'm going to skip right over that. Let's just talk about gender. These two categories, one category, all feminine characteristics, one category, all masculine characteristics. No. You want to know what's true about gender? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nobody on this planet fits either category. And the fact that we are forcing young children into these categories, into these boxes, limits who they're going to be, how they can express themselves. And now who's thinking in black? Now, now, oh my, I've already discussed this. Now she's just exposing her true colors. It's... She's frustrated because she doesn't know. You don't have a. So you have a. My comment section over the here fallacy of objectivity. Let's see what she says. With people, well, let's just say concerned with my teaching ability and the fact that they believe I'm influencing these young minds with my own personal beliefs and perspectives and I'm transforming them, turning them into my own little automatons to go out into the world and do my bidding. Couldn't be further from the truth, my dudes. Um, but let me be very clear about something else. This notion of objectivity you keep trying to impress upon me and saying, Joanna, just teach from the book. Don't you dare give an opinion. Number one, it doesn't exist. Objectivity doesn't exist. And individuals claiming they have it are using that term in order to manipulate you into believing they have truths that they don't actually have. Every person on this planet has bias. Here's the key. You should address your bias. Tell people when you come into that room who you are, what you stand for, why you stand for, what's influenced you. And put it right on the table and say, here's who I am. Here's where I come from. Here's my perspective. Want to know the key? Then surround yourself in that. This chick does not know the difference between perspective and perception. If an apple is in the middle of a room, it's in a square with uh, plates lifted, but only one side is exposed. And there are, and people are standing in a circle. Only about a fourth of that circle can, or, uh, can see the apple inside the box. And they say there's an apple inside the box. And in, actually, it's not really a box. It's more of a, it's a, it's a three-fourths box and there's an apple in the middle. And the people on, you go to the side, no, it's just a, it's just a square. The other side, no, that's two planes pointing out. No, it's just a square. No, it's two planes pointing out. No, it's just a square. No, it's just a corner. From each side, there's one person, there, there's one person's right. No, it's an apple and there's three sides around it. Everyone else from a different perspective cannot see that there is an apple inside, but they are so adamant that they're right because of their, from their perspective. They have this perception that there is nothing on the other side because they don't see it. What is objectively there is 
can be seen by that person with the perspective of the three sides and the apple. That is the objective reality. That per this person's perspective and perception lines up with objectivity because it is observing the natural state in full. Whether or not the perception and perspective of these people are accurate to what they see, it is not the objective if not the objective reality because that is not the whole that is not complete. Just because you or your perception is misguided because you have a different perspective does not mean that the perspective of someone that's coming from that of viewing something that is objective is wrong. And that's where you fall into your own fallacy. Close your eyes, nothing's there. But so what's your point? Is, is nothing objective as well? When you close your eye, when if someone has their eyes removed, what do they see? Nothing. Is that not objective in itself? If an objectivity, I mean, that's why the word object, because something stagnant, does not move, non-changing. Just because the something that doesn't change is... Okay. religions, cultures, socioeconomic backgrounds, sexual orientations, right? These people are going to come with their bias and their perspective and their lived experience. And then what you're going to do is you're going to listen. You're going to listen to who they are and what they're bringing to the table. And then maybe the more diverse you can make the room, the more impressive you can make this intellectual discourse become, the better answers you'll come to. But nobody's coming in their objective. Not a single person. My job as a teacher is to create... If no, what about the most educated of them all? If the person has done those things and knows how to... And when they decide to see new information, no one's coming in... Because you can't know... Is it because you can't know everything? But the things that you have seen are as they are. Just because you cannot see everything in your line of sight does not mean the thing that you see does not exist. And the other way around, too. Wow. Okay. It's such an incredibly safe space that those kids can walk in their room and they can speak about all of the different lived experience they've had. By the way, this notion that curriculum is objective or a history book is objective, oh my god. Oh, hon, it doesn't happen. A room full of people got to decide what is important enough to put in that history book. And we all know the winners write history. That's just a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the truth. And then you get a bunch of people to decide on curriculum. Here's the problem there. Not only do they decide what goes into the curriculum, the bigger problem is what they exclude from the curriculum. And there's bias in that too. That's why it's so incredibly important that these rooms have incredible diversity within them so they can get closer to the truth. Never add it because it doesn't exist in a real way. Education is about the debate and the discussion, not the end result. What did she just say? Education is about the debate and discussion, not the end result. I'm about done. Uh, she's dangerous. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, 
she knows how to use this platform and she has a large audience. She's in an echo chamber right now. She's not diversifying her experiences anymore. She's completely closed off to objectivity because she wants to be so fluid in this thing. In her, in her own identity, she doesn't want to be put in a box. So she's not going to allow society to dictate boxes for people, which is fine in some cases. But in terms of things that should and should right and wrong, I feel have a feeling she's fluid on that too. And that's unfortunate. <sighs> positives about her. Let's uh, some positives. Can speak clearly, get to her point across, clear and concisely. Good delivery of high engagement, and even gives some facts at some points. It has good content. To talks about some important topics, the the ones that uh, and has a connection with youth. Those are all great things. The dangerous parts. It's her tolerance of deviancy. And the door she opens with not being concise and certain because of her disbelief and objectivity. Although she also, she contradicts her. She contradicted herself. She said it twice that, gen, that gender didn't exist. Or maybe once. And then she, after that, began to say it did exist. I think she needs therapy with someone that truly cares about her. Um... That'll give her the honest truth. Honest truth. No holds barred. I wish her the best in 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 the most living the most productive life as possible. Uh most positively productive life as possible. Hope she heals from any traumas that she's had. I hope she continues her her path of education and learning and unlearning things she needs to learn because there are certain things she has learned that she needs to unlearn. That, that has she ever learned something, had to unlearn it and then relearn something? Has she ever, because I believe she's rejected some things that, some truths, just to be more tolerant of other people thinking she had to change herself to be in the space in order to be accepted by these people. If you have to be accepted by people that didn't, ex, that will excuse, exclude you from being yourself or believing the truth, then those are, shouldn't be people you want around you, even if you want to learn from them. I don't mind... Exposing myself to this content because I, I can I can look at it, and see it for what it is, just like I didn't I, I didn't poke fun necessarily at her comedy, I didn't I tried not to make as demeaning comments as possible. I did want to point out the danger that she has with with her content, and some some people in the comments have not so tastefully and without spelling their words correctly. You know, not everyone's perfect, but when you, you when you're typing, you should. If you're gonna insult someone, at least make it sure it's spelled right. But I wouldn't. I I try not to throw insults. I it, if you're truly for education, then you should be able to take correction and take challenge. If you consider debate, debate and conversation. But if you, the premise of your debate or conversation is not rooted in reality, because you believe the reality of other people's supersedes the reality of uh, the <sighs> it's you're choosing someone else's reality over other people so you are saying that there is a definitive which is objective so you contradict yourself all right thank you all for watching anyone that has watched be blessed stay blessed and i'll see you all in the next one